All right, guys, this is Derek Soto. We're going to talk about a little business stuff again. How about that? That's crazy, right? It's like we always talk about different stuff, but we're actually talking about business today. No, just kidding. We always talk about business because we're all about that business. Here's the thing for today that you got to remember, you got to keep in mind, and you got to operate this way, okay? Uh, not everyone's Elon Musk, guys, you know? And even he has said himself, he doesn't really, no one should work as many hours as he works. He's not a very happy man, according to him. Uh, thing is, is one of the best ways to get success is to really double down, triple down, quadruple down, quintuple down on your business. Pick one business. Forget this serial entrepreneur garbage, okay? That cereal sucks anyway, okay? You want the good Captain Crunch cereal. What I'm saying is that you want to focus on one business and give it, treat it like your child, your one and only beloved child. Feed it, nurse it, change its diaper, take care of it. Keep it alive, make it grow. Teach it how to crawl. Teach it how to run. Treat your business like your baby. Okay? And I have a baby, so I can tell you babies are tough. Okay? But the thing is, it's rewarding. And there's nothing more rewarding than taking a business that you just didn't think was going to make it, and you turned it around to a two, three, four million MMR, which means million per month, okay? I don't know what the exact MMR stands for, month-over-month month revenue, maybe. I don't know. I don't care. Point is, you're making a million a month. Thing is, beautiful thing about that, <clears throat> is that you don't start there. The fun part is not arriving at some crazy number. The fun part is bootstrapping that sucker, starting from little guy, starting from nothing and building it up. That's the real miracle juice right there. If you want miracle juice, taking nothing and creating something is a beautiful thing. And how do you do that? How do you take a business from nothing to something cool, right? Something successful. Something that people will beg you to buy. And you're going to be like, no, thanks. I'm good. Like good old Zuckerberg did when he was offered a billion dollars by Bill Gates to buy Facebook. He's like, I'm good. Or when he's offered a billion dollars by Yahoo. I'm good. I'm not going to let, I'm not going to sell my business to these Yahoos. You know, I'm going to keep my business because I'm taking over the world. Right. And he did that when they were in such a small position and they could have been easily destroyed by competition, but they had the fortitude and the wherewithal to, to just hang in there, hang on to the dream and keep it alive. But you also have to be careful too, because the guy that made Snapchat, he told Mark Zuckerberg to go kick cans, I think. I might be wrong on this, but I think he did. And good old Zuck went ahead and basically, without stealing his idea, stole his idea, as he's known for doing, and um, 
destroyed and made uh, Snapchat useless. And suppose people stopped using it because he integrated their most uh, valuable feature into Instagram, which he acquired. Think about that for a second. So you have to keep in mind, too, that if you are going to stick to your guns, you better make sure that you are always improving your product, that you are always on top of your game, and that you build your customer loyalty. Because if you don't, your business could be gone in a second when you could have sold it for a billion dollars and now it's worth nothing. Okay. So you got to think about that. You, you got to be all in in order to make it work. Okay. Now there's no guarantees in business. You got to take risks and sometimes you'll lose, but you know what? You got to try. Okay. In hindsight, sometimes it might be a good idea for most people to exit at a billion-dollar position because then you can have some little cash, little money. You'll be set for life, first off. Second, after taxes, you'll be set for life, and you'll be able to start as many other businesses as you want under the sun, which is beautiful, too. So... You know, if you don't have anything and you have a way to exit and make a, a lot of money and you're creative, trust your creativeness. Trust yourself to be creative enough to make another business. Okay. But on the same token, if you really love working what you're doing and it's your passion, then hang on to it and make strategies to make it very hard to clone or to be stolen from you by people making different iterations of it that are basically copying you but skirting the edges of the law so that they can get around your patents, you know? So at the end, at the end of the day, you have to have the right formula for um customer um uh, loyalty brand loyalty and uh always improving your product okay and if you're always improving that product then um and you're staying ahead and you have to work on this thing day and night and if you do that um you're going to be great but when you're in the information marketing space, which I recommend a lot of people do because information is subjective when it comes to pricing, which is great. Um, there's not a lot of hard, uh, you know, pricing there. Like if you're selling chairs, there's a limit, you know, to how much you can sell that chair for. It's going to be very hard to sell a chair for 10 grand, but you could certainly sell information for 10 grand easy. You know, if you want to sell the chair, turn around and sell for 30000 how do you justify that? You know, so you're going to have to have, be creative and add some other bonuses and furniture or features or whatever else you do to get there. But you can get there. Um, it just takes creativity. The word no or I can't shouldn't exist for you. Um, take it as a challenge. That's what we do as business people. We do the impossible. Walt Disney said it's fun to do the impossible. 
Okay. The thing is, for you, if you want to make um, your business grow from nothing, you have to focus on what is the hole that I can fill. What is it that people need that nobody else is providing or very few people are providing or that people are providing that's not really great solutions? You know, their solutions are okay, but they're not stellar solutions. Are there improvements you can do that will make your product almost necessary, right? Are there improvements that you can do that will make your product stand out among the pack so that people are like, no, you got to use this guy's product, not anybody else's. You got to use this one. This is the best one. When other people start talking about your product like that, you know you're on to something. But never be complacent. Always continue. It's not about adding a ton of features, by the way. It's not about adding a ton of uh, other functionality and stuff like that. That's not how you really build value. It's just doing something better than everybody else does. Say you want to make an autoresponder. It doesn't mean that you have to do 50,000 options. I'll use an example of like groove funnels versus um, click funnels, for example. Now, you'll see that groove funnels, they did a couple of things that I think are cool, like increase speed by using different technology, which is cool. They increase speed. Uh, they had a lot of features, and they added some things that big markers would use, like rotating shopping carts and stuff like that, so you don't get flagged, um, and which is cool. But at the end of the day, they just kind of threw just a ton of features at you, you know, a lot of features which you will never use, you know. Um, but the tool is amazing. It's great. But I don't think it's going to beat out ClickFunnels by any stretch of the imagination because they're missing something. They don't have that cult-like following that ClickFunnels has. They don't have the, the brand, the ambassadors that ClickFunnels does. And that is something that's really hard to beat. It's really hard to copy. It's impossible to really copy it, okay? Uh, you can't, you can rip off the technology, but you can't rip off the following. Um, and the brand loyalty is such that it's going to be hard to rip away their customers because they've made it their identity. You know, Russell Brunson did a lot of good things by making people say, calling people funnel hackers and giving them t-shirts and stickers and all this other stuff, tying them in every possible which way to the brand what you want to do is get people to make their identity, your brand, their identity. You know, if you can have people make your brand their identity where they would literally like, um, like Alex Becker said, like get a tattoo of your company's logo on their chest or something. That is pretty cool. But the thing is, is you don't, you know, not literally, I don't think people should do that. But if you have that kind of following, and how do you do that? You have to really listen to the customer, do surveys, uh, 
You have to look at forums and all this other stuff. You have to talk to your customers, talk to them personally. As a CEO, start calling up customers as soon as you get them and just pick their brains, especially companies that are customers that are bigger customers that are really using your your service because there's a lot of people that are going to buy your service that never use it so you know you might want to talk to them and ask them why they're not using all the other stuff but you want to talk to the customers that are using it and say hey how can we improve what are we missing what is too much what features are you not using that way you can know where to trim the fat. Okay, team, we don't need to invest in this anymore. We need to start investing in this. And you know where to allocate your resources and your team's efforts into building that company in your business, okay? Very important to know where to allocate your resources. <clears throat> and how do you do that? You get information. Information is king. Information is king on Wall Street. Information is king on Main Street. Information is what makes the world go around. Information is what makes Hyros very hard to beat. Information is what makes click funnels very hard to beat. They can look in anybody's funnel and they can see what's working and what's not. And they can do that for all their customers. Like, it's like God, God view mode, for example, you know? And when you have information like that, you can see what's working and you can work on features that help to augment, um, the effectiveness of your product and help the people that are doing well and the people that are using it stay with you because you are focusing on adding and building up and improving the features that matter to your users, especially your power users and the users that are loyal, okay, and that are actively using your active users. Look at your active users, pick their brains, and just get as much information as you possibly can and turn it into actionable data that you can then implement and instruct your team to implement. And I'm telling you, by doing this, that's how you're going to grow your business from zero to something really cool. And if you're starting out as an individual, you can individually call your five customers. You get to start somewhere, right? Call your one customer. You get your first one customer and ask them a bunch of questions, you know? Your second customer, ask them questions. Start from the beginning like this. I'm telling you, if you do this, this is how you build companies to any scale you wish and desire is that you have to fulfill and make it your company's mission to fulfill the desires of your customer, to make them the happiest little customer they could possibly be by providing uh, services that are essential and improving the services that you provide that are essential. Now, you can't implement everything that everyone wants you to implement, but you can implement things that are key to the vision of the company and what you're trying to provide and fill. Don't let customers complicate your business by trying to do everything under the sun. And I think that GrooveFalls has flown a little cl too close to that trying to be everything to everyone 
And so I wish them success. I hope they do well. And, you know, with the leadership they have, Mike Phil same at the helm and his partners, I think they're going to be all right. I think they're going to do okay. Mike Phil same makes great products, and he's a pioneer in a lot of areas in, in, in the Internet space. That dude is a genius, and so I think he'll be all right. He'll figure that out. And I think there's going to be great things to come from Groove Funnels and Groove Pages and all the other Groove stuff, the whole Groove umbrella. Um, so I'm interested to see where that ends up. Um, and I think it'll be in a good place because it's led by literally geniuses like Mike Filsane. Um, At the end of the day, though, you know, for us mere mortals, you know, Keep it simple. Focus on one business and grow that one business. Okay. I would really just do that. That's like one of the best advice pieces that I can give you when it comes to business is focus on your one business. Forget being a serial entrepreneur. Be a a regular entrepreneur with one business. Give it all the attention and love. And I'll tell you, you are going to achieve much more than you ever could. And Ryan Dice said as much as in an interview, he's like, you know, I got this bug. I, you know, I just got to work on all these projects and stuff. And he even admitted, if I focused just on one thing, I would have had more dollars in my bank account. It's not all about the money. But at the same time, what he's really saying is that if he had focused on one project, one company, he would be more successful. Um, so at the end of the day, you don't have to do that. Of course, I understand his reasoning for it. It just makes him happier to work on the projects that he does. And he hires CEOs and other people to handle his companies. And he has a company that grows other companies. And that's something he likes to do. So God bless him for doing that. There's nothing wrong with what Ryan Dice is doing. But I'm just saying that a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people aren't, like, and again, that's another genius, Ryan Dice, another genius. You, you can't, most people can't do what he does. But a lot of people, most people can focus on one business and make it grow. And I would start there anyway. You know, if you want to be a Ryan Dice or a Mike Phil same one day, great. But you're not going to start like that. I mean, these guys are geniuses, you know. So at the end of the day, you have to start somewhere. And the best place to start is to pick one business and grow that sucker until you're financially free, you know, and however you define financially free, I can't define it for you, but until you're financially good, and then you can look at your other options and go from there. All right. God bless you.